a Chicago Bears pre-draft podcast. I know we've been producing a lot of Bulls content, but now the NFL draft is quickly approaching. The combine started today, so we brought a good friend and one of the original producers of the Sloppy Seconds podcast, Jeremy Lazowski. A lot of the day one listeners know that Jeremy helped with the podcast during the prime COVID era. So when we were all sitting at home, not sure what was going on in lockdown, Jeremy, me, myself, and Nihal, you know, decided to do this podcast. Um, and then Jeremy moved to D.C., you know, busy guy. So it was great to have him back on. Um, we discussed Bears, the best NFL headlines of the offseason, um, and many other things. So to celebrate this joyous occasion of having one of our original founders back with us, we decided to change up the intro music a bit for this pod. Here we go. Welcome back to the Sloppy Seconds Podcast. I know we've done a lot of Bulls content recently, but we're back with the football pods. The NFL Combine started today, and we're bringing on a familiar face, our football guru and the man that helped launch the Sloppy Seconds Podcast back in 2020, Jeremy Lozowski. How's it going, buddy? Good to have you back. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. I'm glad to be back. Nihal, yeah. hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. Joined by Nihal as well, a familiar face and, and on frequently. Yeah, for the viewers, for the viewers listening, J- Jeremy. For the viewers. <laughs> for the viewers, for the listeners, whatever. Jeremy has, was an, a, an integral part of the Sloppy Seconds team when he started in 2020. He helped with the social media. He came up with a lot of ideas. He was our, our betting guy, our football expert. So it was a little bit of a hiatus, but he's back. And it, it's always good to have him back. We're going to have him on. We have a lot of stuff to talk about this offseason. The, the draft, um, free agency, the Bears have all this money. So – Hopefully, Jeremy is uh, wants to be on the pod more often, and we'd be happy to have him. Absolutely. We've got a ton of stuff to dive into. Mm-hmm. I mean, franchise-changing offseason here. Yes. So, that being said, no surprise, Bears had the number one pick. A lot of talk here, a lot of chatter. I, I tweeted that the Bears should convert Justin Fields to a running back, and they should draft Anthony oh Richardson at, at number one. And I've gotten I was I got I got a lot of viewership. I got like fifteen thousand views on that tweet. I don't know if you saw that, but I got fifteen thousand views on this tweet. And then I had like this bolt like these Bears radio hosts like retweeting it and calling me an idiot. So you know, no negative publicity isn't bad publicity unless you're getting canceled. But um, that was fun. Some guy wrote a ball sack on my chin. Obviously, not happy with my take. Um, but obviously, Jay, I, I just want to hear your thoughts. Um, on this pick, what you think the Bears should do, what you think they will do. I think the obvious answer is to trade down, as everyone else seems to think, but what do you say? Yeah, definitely, definitely trade down. I mean, we've got so many potential trade partners within this top nine picks if you want to go all the way down to Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw Shefty tweet the other day, like, the Bears are leaning towards trade overall pick and oh they're leaning it's like the no, biggest really? no shit tweet of all time yeah it was pretty bad <laughs> um i mean there's options we got players you got picks like mm-hmm. i don't think we've ever had this happen in history of our franchise and the last time we've ever had this kind of traction in the first round was good old mitch uh trading up to select him sorry bears fans for the ptsd but uh 
yeah, I'm I'm all for trading out of this pick. Ideally, can kind of get into some scenarios a little bit later for for some hot storylines. Okay, Nihal, do you do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, if, if if it's all good with you guys, I, I'd like to dive into some hot takes. I'd I'd like to, I'd like to get my take on what we th- what I think we should do. I, I've changed my mind a little bit. Okay, what, what what was what was your original thought? So, I mean, my original thought was, I mean, well, my original original, my first thought was, fuck it, draft Will Anderson at one. Okay. Then it was okay. I don't think anybody's gonna take him in the top three picks, right? You could trade down few picks right the whole the whole Colts thing and you know everybody's saying the Colts want to trade up we could trade down to four and pick them now I, th- I think there's a new there's a new thing in the mix that I want to explore Carolina I think we need to trade with Carolina hear me all out. the way down to nine hear me out here Brian Burns Brian Burns two-time okay. pro bowler solid solid Defensive end, edge. <clears throat> uh, Carolina's changing their defensive scheme to a 4-3. Or, sorry, a 3-4, I believe. And I think that is cause for concern for Brian Burns. Uh, just because usually when teams switch schemes, they kind of restructure the defense with, with edge rushers and that whatnot. So, I mean, if there's a viable option to get Brian Burns and the ninth overall pick and – possibly another pick for them to trade up. I would actually be okay with that. Uh, and then we draft something like an O-lineman, like one of those one of those top tackles, Skaronsky, Paris Johnson. I mean, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I would not be disappointed at all if that happened. I'd actually be a bit excited. Okay, interesting. I think there was a report earlier in the season that the Panthers, like, turned down two firsts for Brian Burns. Uh, so interesting to see if they would they would do that. Um, and if they would give much more after Brian Burns, like an additional first, uh, I was, I think I'm on the, under the assumption, or if I was a Bears fan, the desire that if they were to trade down, I would want to stay within the range where you could draft one of the two best defensive players in the draft of Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. Um, I think that'd be the most ideal for me. So I'd say, hopefully stay within the one with the top four. So I think the Colts would be the best trade partner here. What do, what do you think, Jay? I don't know. It's interesting. It's almost like you're asking, do you want Brian Burns, Will Anderson, or Jalen Carter here? Do you, does Brian mm-hmm. Burns equate to one of those two other guys plus draft capital that you're getting back? So I definitely think that it, that's something that the Bears should entertain. Um, not straight out from one think there's just too much there's no way they're going to throw as much as it'll cost to get that pick but if you get down to two if you even get down to four with Indy and uh, you're looking at QB three on the board if Anthony Richardson kind of shows out the combine here like we're hoping Panthers might trade up you know you might have three quarterbacks go in those first four picks pull a Brian Burns a first rounder maybe even a second uh, and another first for next year Hey, that's that's a fucking haul right there, and you're walking away with a solid squad. So. Yeah. Well, well, I was gonna say like, yeah, like like to Jeremy's uh, Jeremy D's point, like I, I think Brian Burns is actually is really good talent, and I don't think maybe we would get as much of a haul. Like, I don't think they could probably meet an asking price, maybe what the Bears are asking, but I, I think it's worth exploring options there. And like 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 Lazowski said, 
is it worth getting, you know, like, yeah, if you stack Burns, Will Anderson and Jalen Carter all side to side to side, obviously I think we would, we would probably take, you know, the fresh guy with the, you know, rookie contract, but I think it, it goes to show like, you know, you, you find you get, you get your seasoned edge rusher who you know is good for sure. And you, you're only dropping another five picks down low and you can draft more, you know, better talent there as well. I, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's still something to take a look at, but I, I agree. I think, like I said, I, that was just a new thing. I was trying to. I was. I was feeling. Out. I thought. It, I thought it sounded pretty no, good. I, it sounds good. I, I think in 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 theory it works, but you're right. It all comes down to like, are they willing to give up Brian Burns and draft capital for um to move up? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, w- I would say the minimum would have to be Burns and the ninth overall pick, right, to move up. And then it's like, would they throw anything extra? I think that's like the X factor there. Right, and I mean they got Frank Reich right as the head coach, like. Are you sure they're going to want to draft a quarterback? Maybe they want another, you know, over the hill quarterback to a veteran on that team. I, I think Frank Reich loves those guys. So, well, it, it's we'll, we'll see. I, I think it's a good idea though, having a, an established good, a good solid anchor on defense. Um, but yeah, I want to float this idea to you guys. What is the worst case scenario the Bears do with this number one pick? Would it to be would it be keep it and draft the quarterback at one, or maybe keep it and just draft a defensive player? Like, what, what do you guys think is a disaster draft night for the Chicago Bears? CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. Dude, your, your Anthony Richardson take was pretty awful. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. I think Jeremy's been mentioning Anthony Richardson so much lately that I actually wouldn't mind him over CJ Stroud. I think he just beat it into my head. Yes. I, I think he no, changed my mind. Thank you. I, I think it's a very – it's it's a very, I think, rational take. I think these people. Like, I I don't know why why do people hate Anthony Richardson so much. Like he's a beast. He's he's a, he's a they, dynamic playmaker. Because they wouldn't let Anthony Richardson date their daughters. That's why. That's crazy. No, that, that's crazy. <laughs> but in in my opinion, I I saw some articles and I want to hear you guys thoughts on this. The Bears have not had a French quarterback in so long. What's wrong with drafting another quarterback just to make sure you're you're, you're absolutely certain? that you got your guy. I said this on another podcast, Jay, that we had, me and Michal were on. Mm-hmm. We had like a hot take pod. And my idea was, <laughs> we trade down. Let's say we trade one for nine, whatever. We get a bunch of picks from Carolina, et cetera, whatever. Okay. Not Brian Burns, but something, something there's some package. Maybe even yeah. Brian Burns, you get a package. But let's say we draw at nine, we draft <laughs> Anthony Richardson. And, and so we have Anthony Richardson plus draft other draft capital. So then we have we have Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson needs to sit one more year anyway. He he's not ready yet. I, I, even though I'm an, an Anthony Richardson fanatic, I, I can see that. So let's say Justin Fields, we give him another year. We have a lot of money to spend in free agency. Obviously, we, we don't have to go all out, but we give him better weapons. Draft other guys, maybe draft some linemen, stuff like that. Sign some offensive linemen, sign some D linemen, whatever. What happens if we, we run it that year, next year and he is not that good? He doesn't improve as a passer. He is running. Obviously, he might take a step back because he was so good, but he is, his, his passing game isn't improved. He's not accurate. Let's say then we move on from him. Anthony Richardson is waiting in the wings, the most dynamic playmaker of this draft. Is that that bad of an idea? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's the opportunity cost, man. It's just too much opportunity cost there. I, I, yeah, one hundred percent. 
quarterback ahead, is the most important position. In, it's it's the most important position in the sport. If you nail it, if you nail the quarterback position, you're good. You're good. Like you 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 are good in other areas. You could maybe afford to take a hit in other places, and then you could fix that to the next year's draft or something. But I guess not. I guess that the quarterback thing is absolutely disaster class for you guys. And if you guys got to hear a quarterback on draft night, you guys are going to bell tower. Yeah, Jeremy's drawing ball sack on your chin as we speak, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, they, they're not bad. Like, these guys are not terrible. I somehow think Will Levis will end up in the top four, uh, even though he's not really he be by any means. But, like, this Bears team has a lot of holes. And – you know, this off season for Ryan Pace is like any Madden team. Like you can go in any direction you want with this team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Anthony Richardson might be a stud, absolutely, but you just you can't trade away this Justin Field. Was as a prospect in college compared to all the guys in this class, he was, I think, way better. Uh, Bryce Young's maybe the only guy who's close, but size wise, he doesn't really match up there. So I. I would absolutely not do that. Are, are you are you one of those um, very judgmental people that talk about Bryce Young's weight and height, like like he's, an, <laughs> like, he, like he's anorexic? That's all I hear. Supposedly, this guy's the tiniest guy I've ever seen in my life. Like if you see it in social media, it's a concern for sure. But dude, the fucking media has just been so ass with all of their takes lately. Like the fact that they're blowing this out of a. <laughs> I think I absolutely just don't need to worry about it. Even yeah, yeah Jay, Jay, I, I, I want you to get into this, Jay. You were ranting to us before the pod about how some of these off oh these, these social media or the 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 analysts pissing you off and having some bad takes. Go into some. Let me hear. Can we just take a second to actually thank all of the actual Bears beat reporters that do their jobs? I mean, ESPN first take. I swear to thing every single week about the Bears what they're doing with the pick you know you've <laughs> yeah. seen rumors about them trading Justin Fields you've seen Max Kellerman going back and forth within a week on if Justin Fields is actually good or not Bill Green <laughs> is too just Stephen A these all these people that don't watch any Bears football all year long we never get in any coverage whatsoever they never put the Bears on I think the only time I saw them this past season is when we beat New England but then they come out of the woodworks with what this – you're going to trade your best player, your locker room leader, and then what? You you think this team's going to fucking perform? I mean, just it's, – it's almost as bad as your Anthony Richardson take, if I'm being completely honest, but um, I don't know. I take that as a compliment. It, it's, I mean, 15 can views on a tweet. Hey, we'll take it. That's good exposure. Yeah, but, uh, I – yeah, I, I take it as a compliment. As I have not, I am not a journalist. I, I, have, I have no journalism degree, but I, I could have takes as 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 accurate as some of the people have in the professional <laughs> in the profession. Yeah, I, I think I don't know why you guys are surprised. I, I, you guys watched first take. I watched first take when Matt Nagy was still the coach, um, and, he, and I, I remember I remember there was like a whole thing, a whole debate. Matt Nagy is. Good coach. He had a positive record with Mitch fucking Trubisky, and I'm like, these people don't fucking watch the games. It's, it's very obvious. It's, it's actually, it's actually very tragic because it's not even just Bay. Chicago. These national media heads do not watch. They just do not watch any Chicago sports, and it, it's really tragic because we're such a big market. Like, I, I don't know. Going to basketball really quick, Nihal. Uh, 
Ryan Rosillo said Patrick Williams untradeable. <laughs> Oh my god, he's, dude! He's, he's untouchable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Anybody? Any, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. You're right. I, I agree. I, these guys love to look at like, oh, the poverty bulls, poverty bears. Let me just let me just act like we've watched every game because they're bad. Who cares? Anything we say will, will, will apply. And you're right. It's it's just total lack of awareness of what's going on with the team. I think. Also, I, I wanted to point out, Jay. You were saying when Justin Fields went on part of my take and said. Oh, like, oh, oh for yeah. sure. I want a dome. I want a dome. And everybody, I get a Bleacher Report notification that same fucking day. Justin Fields wants to play in a dome and some shit like that. I'm like, there's no way they actually Trade him. took. There's no, 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 no. I was like, there's no fucking way they're taking part in my take, like, snippets and making this, like, actual sports news. I, I, I mean, I love part of my take. I listen to part of my take all, my time, all the time. But it's more like when I listen to interviews with people, it's more like comedic relief. I could not fucking believe that they made that like any sort of thing. It's just fucking ridiculous, man. I think I think people want Justin Fields to get traded. I, I think I think people are hoping he gets traded, but just don't want to say it. Yeah, I, I think they they would prefer if Justin Fields is like on like the Rams or something. Like you know they you know they're horny for him. You know they're horny for him to be on the Rams or the Jets or something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, he, it's it's all the time. And uh, final closing thoughts is just like. Can we please stop? Like, I, I feel like the only actual Bears reporter that's made it big is Adam Rank, and even he has his, like, ridiculous takes sometimes on other teams, but at least he knows mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on with the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I've we're going to see more of these. You know, it's smokescreen season. The combine starts today. I think they came in. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, dude, we're – we're all for it. I'm I'm fully expecting the Bears are taking Bryce Young at number one overall before the time the draft comes around. So, uh, oh, let's go. It's, now's the time. So, yes. I, what really quick before we move on to the next segment because that's a perfect segue. Yes or no? One word answer or one sentence answer. Both of you. Should the Bears tr- give pay Saquon Barkley sixteen million dollars a year? Jay, you go first. <sighs> Um, I lean no, but I will not be mad if it happens. Okay. Neil? <laughs> That's actually a good answer because it's like Saquon Barkley would be sick, but no. I- I'm going to go hard no. Okay. I agree. I-, I-, I don't know why people – that's another one that I see on Twitter of these people trying to make these storylines. Who- who- how can you watch these playoffs, NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl, whatever, and think, fuck yeah, let's give a running back $16 million. Like these these running backs, yeah, they, they, like they weren't really that valuable. Like look at Joe Mixon, like he got he got he got, he got the bag. He got what seven attempts for eighteen yards. Like well, I don't know. Speaking you, of, you, got the bag. Fournette got the bag last year, and now he's cut after one year of his contract. Oh, poor fatty. I know. And we'll <laughs> shut up about that. We'll get into that later. Poor poor fatty. I love him. I love the fat guys. It's all right, Lenny. <laughs> it's all right, Lenny. There there there's a lot of good food out there in Tampa. Go go eat your fill, and we'll be back. Um, okay, so getting into the next segment here. Taking this from my from the, my idol here, Bill Simmons. We're gonna do a little mock draft or a little draft storyline. So we'll go like we'll take turns. We'll each pick our, our favorite storylines going into the off season, and we'll just take turns and we'll we'll do a little bit of discussion on each one. Um, n- no snake. So I'll go first, uh, just to show how it's done. Uh, we'll have we'll give. Nihal the second pick, Jay take the third, and then I'll take fourth right. like that. So we're not going to snake it, but um, yeah, does that make sense? Sounds good. Yep. Okay. 
My number one storyline, and we touched on it. Anthony Richardson, number one oh in the Colts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Richardson, number one in the Colts. And let me tell you, I am so, I am so fucking happy that this guy is getting the, the, the respect he deserves. I've been saying this for a long time. Anthony Richardson is the best player in college, in college football. And everybody is just fucking crying. They're, oh, holy fucking shit. This guy's so inaccurate. He can't be in the NFL. It's <laughs> so, it's so stupid. That Kalen? stupid. It, it, is, it, is a, it is a lazy take. It is a lazy take. Josh Allen at Wyoming was not accurate. Baker Mayfield was Mr. Accurate in college. He, he wasn't accurate in the pros. Give me a fucking break with this. Holy shit. He's not good. He can't throw a fucking football. It's a joke. He played at Florida. Florida, you know, SEC, hard conference, but it's not Alabama. He doesn't have the weapons like Alabama does. He doesn't have the weapons like Ohio State does. Anthony Richardson is a playmaker. He's dynamic with his legs, and that's what the NFL is, is shifting towards. These super athletes that they can make the very basic throws. It's all you need them to do. Look at Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. Um, Jalen Hurts is, is actually good now, so like I, I don't want to use him as an example. But, like, you could develop these guys. Get Pair him with Jonathan Taylor, and I, 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 I might be creaming my pants. He's not asking for too much. If the O-line gets healthy, you run Jonathan Taylor into the ground, and then you have Anthony Richardson as a playmaker with his legs. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know why people hate this, this storyline, and I'm glad to see some CBS articles have him at number one. <laughs> I actually like it. I'm on board. I, I, I think the storyline would be crazy. I, I would I would actually be happy for you, Jay. Like if, if you got if if the Bears traded down and we got our, our fourth overall pick and then it, Colts did fuck all with it, but it, Anthony Richardson was the pick. I would be happy for you. Am I am I winning you guys over? I have one more point. Anthony Richardson <laughs> you got me. Anthony Richardson in his first year starting had he threw fifty three point eight percent, so almost forty fifty four percent completion percentage. 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions, okay? That, that was his – that was passing passing percentages. Now, Lamar Jackson's first year, he had 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 50, 55% completion, 1,800 yards. So I, I think it's, it's a similar path. I'm, 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 like I said earlier, he's, he might not be ready to start game one, but the, the talent and the path is created. Lamar Jackson paved the way. Don't, don't, don't come up here and say, holy shit, Jamarcus Russell. Holy shit. It's uh, whatever scrubby you want to throw in there. He's not fucking Kyle Trask. I'm sick. Pop off. Dude, it makes sense. Honestly, Stane Steichen or whatever, the new head coach over there in Indy, uh, you saw what he did with Jalen Hurts. Makes sense to try to bring that kind of rushing ability to his offense in, in Indy now. And uh, if you're trading up, if that's your guy, look, by all means, the Bears are going to be the ones that are selling that pick. Why not go get your guy? It doesn't have to necessarily be the number one consensus, but mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to want quarterback, and you got to go up, you got to get them if you want it this year. So, uh, Nihal, any other last takes? No, well, well I, I, I'm not going to make any more comments on Anthony Richardson before Jay crucifies me if he's actually good. So, I, I'm just going to – I'm just gonna let it play out, Jay. I will say, Jay, yes. has con- you, you've convinced me. You've had me leaning more towards Anthony Richardson. Uh, I, I, you're right. I think there's a lot to be said about like some of the athleticism that, sh- like, like the jo- You know what really actually got me was the Josh Allen comparison. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was. Actually, a good one. 
I, I want you to hold me to it, Nihal. If if he is a bust, hold me to it. I, I, I will. I will. I will. I will apologize. I will step on the Twitter world. I will stand on top of the Twitter mountain peak, mountain top, and say that I am sorry. All right, you're you're up, Nihal. <laughs> okay, uh, this one isn't as exciting, but we were just talking about him. Leonard Fournette just got cut today. Oh, new landing spot. He's coming home to the bayou. He's going to be a New Orleans Saint. Oh. And he's going to eat all the fucking whatever they eat down there. Seafood boil, crawfish. Oh. His little fat ass is going to be so happy down there. And they're going to yeah. pay him. You know why? Because Kamara is going to be suspended. That's why. Yes. He, yes. Format yes. to the Saints. Book it. It's happening. I don't hate. I don't hate that. I'm tired of seeing fucking Mark Ingram's fat ass running around there. No, no, no. If you're gonna pay Mark Ingram, might as well pay. If you're gonna have Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray back up your, you know, your all pro running back, that's just come on. Like at least get Fournette, hometown boy. Fuck it. Like let's get him in there. Let's get the fat boy one more good year. Please, I need this for my fantasy team. Please, New Orleans. Please sign him. Please. Yes, I, I want to say this. I, I, I Jay. I want your analysis on this. Leonard Fournette goes to the Saints. Alvin Kamara in prison. How? What, what draft capital are you giving up in fantasy for Fournette? Are you giving up a third, a second? What are, what are you doing? I will pawn him for a third if that's the case. Nothing, man. Come oh, on. Oh, boo. Dude. No, I don't, want to hear this. I don't 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 want to hear this. Move on. Back. Next pick. Jeremy, next pick. Your pick. Your pick. Your pick. Your pick. No, Jay, give, tell me. <laughs> You're not getting shit, bro. It's a one-year rental at best on a declining running back with how many hundreds of touches. Get the fuck out of here, bro. No, 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 no. Jay, Jeremy, two Jeremy, years. Jeremy. He's got two years left at the tank. Jeremy, you, you already said, right? One-year rental. Remember when he tried giving you Jacoby Brissett for a third? You remember that? Who got him? You got him. Yeah, but we're, no, but you were trying to trade him. this guy after two games. First, he offers me Jacoby Brissett for a second. I'm like, bro, what? This guy's not going to be a starter. He's like, no, but he's the ninth quarterback. He's number nine. Oh, my God. And now he wants to talk about rentals. You, you, hey, you know, I'll, tra- I'll trade him back. Don't worry. You can give me Brissett back if you want. No, I no, do- no, I'll keep it up. <laughs> I, I do want to make a comment though. I, I remember when uh, Jarvis Landry got was he was he traded to the Saints and he signed there. I, I I think he whatever he signed there maybe and he they hold, they had this whole thing about homecoming <laughs> like Jarvis Landry's coming home and I'm like you know what? this is pathetic because he doesn't want to go there. He didn't he didn't, he didn't want to go there. He, he went there because it was the only option left. And the, it's, I, I can already see the headline. Fournette and Jarvis Landry, hometown boys reunite. Like, it's a fucking – these guys don't want to fucking go there. And that's you know, Odell. You, yeah, yeah, I mean, Odell. <laughs> you know the headline. They do the same thing. I, I, I always refer back to basketball. They do the same thing at Patrick Beverly. He goes like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm coming home. I'm, I'm proud to be back home. I'm, 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 I'm a Chicago guy for life. Dude, you're a free agent half your fucking career. Why didn't you ever sign with the Bulls then? Like, you're here because you have to be. It's a fucking joke. I, I like that pick. All right, all right, Jay. Take it over. All right, my pick coming in, number three. Uh, I think we're going to Seattle. You're sitting okay. at number five. So I think Gino will be extended, mm-hmm. and Seattle's mm-hmm. going to draft a quarterback in this class. Oh, Whether it's at five wow. or whether they trade up to three with Arizona. Maybe to, maybe to two if Chicago double trades. But – I definitely think that they are going to grab someone. And, you know, I was watching a presser from Pete Carroll earlier today, and he kind of just talked about we're never in this spot. We've always been picking in the 20s for all of Russ's career, so we're Mm -hmm. 
definitely going to take this opportunity to evaluate this quarterback class. And even if we extend Gino, we're going to look at taking a guy here. So, look, it makes sense. You have Gino as your bridge. Sign him to a two-year deal, maybe a three-year deal, and you get someone else to kind of come in behind him. If maybe he has some injuries, you know, Gino can be that mentor. But I think the for the Bears, the best thing going on here is all these quarterback needy teams and where this draft is kind of positioned. You got a lot of division rivalries. Like, I don't think Arizona's – gonna trade with seattle unless they give up a haul that's the same division mm-hmm. then you got houston indy and you got tennessee all making picks or making offers for the number one pick there's gonna be a lot of action up here and i think seattle's not gonna want to see another team take their guy right before them yeah I, I like that you know what's interesting too that you touched on it it's a lot of teams are also in that range where like they're competing, but they don't have a quarterback. And we just happen to have a lot of veterans in the market, which I think also helps the Bears. Because that takes – because then those teams that are, like, in the top ten, maybe not close to one, are like, all right, we can trade up for one, which has, like, the more possibility sure. there. So that, that's a that's yeah. a good one. I also – so also, but before I let you go there, Hall is I, I said the same thing with the Giants when they drafted Saquon. Sure, yeah, Saquon's been really good. But, like, this is when they still had Eli Manning. And my whole thing was – if you're – with Geno Smith, even last year, like, even though it was his first really good year, I feel like with this team, with DK Metcalf, Geno, Lockett, and let's say they st- they do draft defenders, like, that's not going to be a bad team. Like, that's going to be a decent team. And when are you going to draft this high again? Like, you touched on it. So, like, the Giants to them, like, why take a running back at – was it two or four when they took Saquon? Um, was it, it was maybe, something like that, yeah. Yeah. But get your quarterback for the future because you're not going to get that high again. And there's a lot of good prospects in this draft. Maybe an Anthony Richardson if he's there. Um, so I, I'm with you. I, I like that too because I, I don't know. Again, it's his first great year, good year. Like, is it sustainable? He'd be a great bridge, uh, but hopefully a better bridge than Mike Lennon. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't hate that. How, what, do you, what do you think, y'all? Um. <clears throat> I, so what, when you say re-sign, is it like are you talking like one-year deal, two-year deal? Extend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's at the end of his contract. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think, uh, I, I don't know if I, I would, if I was a Seahawks fan, I would want him to be extended. I think. So what about two years, thirty million dollars, fifteen million a year? I mean, that's actually not bad. Do you think he would stay for one extra year, or do you think he'd just leave? one? No, yeah. I think I, I think he wants a bag a little bit here. He's been a backup his whole career. You know why not cash in right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess that it's yeah, like Jerry said, bridge having a bridge guy, like actually a, like a good bridge guy, is probably better yeah. than than a Mike Glennon type or just throwing a a, a very raw quarterback out there. Yeah, he's also he's also really well liked. Like the, the, they like him in the locker room. Like there's good there's a good value out right. of this guy. I just say I guess I just think like you should pick a lane. Like either either commit to Gino for two more years and then see what you can do. I know there's like having such a high pick. Like and obviously they have Denver's pick right. So you're not gonna get something like that back, and you're probably not gonna draft as high. What, I just, what do you think? Because if you're going to commit $15 a year to a guy, you might as well just go in with him and then surround him with what you can right now with those picks. You know what I mean? Well, 15 is not that much in today's, in today's market. For a quarterback, I agree, yeah. But 
I mean, that's still taking away from other positions. 15 mil is like, that's, that's like three good, you know, a couple good DBs. What, what do you think about what do you think about a, a Hendon Hooker trade down scenario for the for the Seahawks? Uh, I actually don't like Hendon Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big Hendon Hooker guy? Uh, he also got hurt at the end of the year, right? So he, he's old yeah. and he just got hurt badly. So I mean, that's oh, kind of is, is, is he hurt? Oh my god, yeah, he's old. Oh my god, he's twenty what four? Damn near twenty five. Yeah, didn't he miss the end of the season? He got a pretty bad injury. Yeah, he got towards hurt. ACL, I think. Damn. So, okay. I mean, that, that's a big red flag for me, but I don't know. Okay. No, I, I like I like that. I, I I was also. I remember we have a friend that's a Seahawks fan. Jay, his name's Mike. Um, and we were talking we were talking to him too about how we want to. I was thinking that they should get a quarterback. I think Anthony Richardson. Honestly, I I would love him to go one because I'm an Anthony Richardson guy. But I think this would be the most ideal scenario, like the situation for him. You sit behind Geno for a year or two. You, you you're with a good coach. You have DK Metcalf. Like I think that would be the best case scenario for him. Um, but yeah, what's what's the the pick five and like what nine with the two picks? Um, Something like that, mid teens, late twenties. Yeah, and I think originally people were thinking that Richardson might even get that far in the draft, so they might have been able to get someone with five that they liked, and then you know whatever second pick is picked up Richardson. But I think that the big thing this year that more than ever teams are realizing is that they just they got to take their at quarterback specifically with the ones that have that high ceiling and just kind of ignore those flaws and hope that they can kind of coach through them because they always pan out the most and can be the ones that help franchises like with Buffalo like with you know Baltimore and Lamar Jackson they, they got those guys not necessarily at one but they were superstars. Uh, might not have been right away, but even Jalen Hurts, second round. Oh, I was so mad when we passed on him for Cole fucking Komet. I don't even get <laughs> Right, yeah. That, yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah, the, yeah, the high upside guys, especially with – like you said, they're in a good situation. They have a bridge quarterback. Like, why not take a risk of the high upside guys, whether it's late first, whatever, um, especially if they have a, a bunch of picks. I wonder here, too – how many was what was the you think all five quarterbacks will go top 10 or do you think it's one of those things where it's it's just very talked about and one will fall i, I always uh, feel like they always they always overhype or they always talk about these like these draft classes with these all these quarterbacks and then there's always like one or two that fall like like lamar yeah, fell to what 32 i i think no i think if you look at recent drafts i feel like there's usually been three or four quarter in the last couple of years there's been three or four in the top 15 and Jeremy, I think what Jeremy said is, like, more teams are taking their shot, I think, like, early on. I mean, last year, or what, the Justin Fields year, there was four. Or five, right? What was there it, was Trey Lance, Wilson, Lawrence, Fields. And Matt. And Matt. There was five. But, what, but they, that was 15. I'm talking about, like, top 10. Because in, in a lot of these mock drafts, like, it goes, what? It goes Young, Stroud. Levis and even Anthony Richardson, let's say nine. That's four. It's only four, right? Is there a fifth guy? Who's the fifth guy? Hendon? I don't think there's a yeah, top fifth he's going to be yeah, like a second rounder for sure. Or yeah, okay. Later. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, okay. Then never mind. That's a, that was a dumb take. Okay. My second drafted storyline, my favorite, and I think this is really, I think this was just hilarious. Is the Devontae Adams trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers back to the Raiders. He left Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it's easy going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to the other. Then they cut Derek Carr. They have a bad season. And now he's out here recruiting to buy a 
home next to me, or he's gonna come to the Raiders. He's gonna do. It, it's like a, it's like an ex. It's like your ex girlfriend that that cheats on you and then starts texting you like, "Hey, big head." Like, what is that? Like, it's kind of it's kind of like gross. I, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but I always thought that was kind of that was kind of interesting how he wanted to leave the Packers after they offered him more money. Yeah, I'll play Derek Carr. Oh, fuck it, Aaron Rodgers, come play with me again. Kind of, if, if I was Aaron Rodgers, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be kind of side eyeing him. I'd be like, hmm, does, does she have herpes now? You know what I mean? Like your girl, the ex girlfriend wants you back. What's wrong with her? No, Aaron Rodgers spent time in that. Uh, was it called sense sensitory deprivation or whatever? Little Hobbit hut, yeah. I, you know what's funny? My, my next storyline was gonna be Jerry. My next storyline was was going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers going to retire. <laughs> Did you see today? Did you see the rumor uh, Brandon Marshall leaked on his Instagram or something? Oh, oh, God. What did that freaking mental motherfucker say? God, he, he put something on his story like, congrats, A. Rodgers. Like, you were, the, you were my favorite quarterback of all time. Like, hell of a career. And then quickly deleted that. it. So, of course, I yeah. don't know. Could get some news in the coming days. But. I actually did not see that. I was just – it was more of a wishful thinking thing, but like, no, I, I loved, I loved the the one article that came out, and the headline was "Green Bay Packers, quote unquote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers." <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking disgust. You're disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. Um, but yeah, that 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 was mine. Uh, You're up, Nihal. Okay, this one you guys might not like this one, but Sean Payton. Fixes the Broncos completely. Okay. 11, 11 and six Shout out next Betty. year. 11 and six next year. That's my, I'd say in the 10, 11 wins range. Sean Payton is a man. He'll do it with Russell Wilson. I, I believe in him. They're getting, they're getting Garrett Bowles back. Getting Javante Williams back. I Maybe, I think. I, I have him. He should be back. They're, they're getting, they're getting, they're getting some big players back. They'll retool with uh, Sean Payton. He's hiring his new staff. I think they figure it out, and they're uh, their playoff team. I, I will say it's a little concerning that right when they hired Sean Payton, the news came out that Russell Wilson like had his own what athletic guy or something or own trainers or coaches that he would have around. He's like, no more of that shit. And then immediately news breaks out that his fucking charity event is like fucking <laughs> siphoning money off the top or some shit like that. That's, that's, oh, that. <laughs> that's, that's my only worry, but I, I, I like that. I think they could bounce back. There's no way. They hit rock bottom last year. There's no lower. There can't be a lower floor. Is, is I, I think. I think. Okay, if you really look at like every level of their offense and defense, I mean, so they. I mean, they lost Bradley Chubb. No, that's a big loss. But they have Patrick Tan, top five corner. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, Russell Wilson. Who, well, I mean, the, the expectation was that he was going to be a, like playing like a top five quarterback, top ten quarterback. But you know, I think Sean Payton can turn that around. You got a really good receiving core. <clears throat> nope, nope, nope. I'd rather have Claypool than Jerry Judy. Yeah, shout out Tom Nichols. Thanks. He said that, not me. But uh, you got Judy. You got what the fuck is his name? Sutton, Tim Patrick. Uh, which was was he not hurt as well this past year? ACL. Yeah. Yeah. So you got you got those guys coming back. Javante Williams coming back. You got a good old line. I really don't see how Sean Payton, who is you know a proven good NFL coach, kind of a serial choke artist, but Still very good regular season coach. I really can't see how he can't turn this team into a 10-win team with this roster. Like, 
I think I just think Hackett was that much of a terrorist that like they couldn't win. Yeah, Tango down. We we got Hackett out of that out of the head coaching position. That that was a big big terrorist watch there. Nathaniel Ben Hackett, bro, get the fuck out. <laughs> All right, Jay, you got another one. Well, I was gonna add to that. Like, I don't know. If oh you no, go ahead. Go ahead. Watching that that last year, Drew Brees, he just looked. Some games he looked awful, and like, yeah, uh, that was slant boy season. And yep. you know, if he needs to cook that up for Russ, like, yeah, I can, I could see him being decent, but I don't know, man. This division's gonna be tough. The Broncos have one of the least amount of picks right now in the NFL, and. I know they're they're letting go of a couple of good free agents that the Bears might come in and, and swoop up, but we'll see. It's a hot take for a reason. Is it is it isn't it kind of sad that uh, fucking Staley from the Chargers blew that lead in the playoffs, and they're like, yeah, fuck, we'll keep them. We we got we got Herbert. We don't care about having draft capital and getting you know one of the best coaches. We'll just run it back with Staley. I feel bad for Justin Herbert. That's obscene. That, that that's that's heinous. That was pretty brutal. Yeah, um, they got the guy from the Cal. Cal- well, shit, what's his name? Kelly the guy Moore from the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. That maybe they're better when it comes to that play calling. But you hope just, fucking hopefully. Fuck Chargers fans, bro. That sucks. Yeah, I, I just hope I just hope Russell Wilson's not that far over the hill like that like the old Drew Brees. I need I need him in fantasy. I I made a big investment investment into him. Um, in Dynasty, because um, my quarterback room right now is Russell Wilson, Jared Stidham, Kyle Trask, Mike White. So hopefully Russell oh, Wilson hits. Um, but yeah, all right, Jay, you got uh, another drafting storyline? All right, I do indeed. So everyone's talking about the Bears trading down. My hot take: we will see the Bears trade back up at some point in this draft. Mm. We'll get their guy, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh, oh, oh. He is a first rounder. I don't slander. I I put it in the group chat a couple of months ago. Like, oh, rumors are he's not going to even be in the first round. Absolutely slanderous. Ryan Poles, go get Justin Fields' man. He said it on the part of my take podcast. If there's one guy he wants, it's Jackson. And uh, I did see today, Poles said on a podcast that. Last season, he had Justin come in and look at their big board and give him some feedback on a couple of guys, and he's going to do that again this season. So I think Justin's going to be pushing hard for this guy, and, man, he's going to be insane to watch. I mean, I I hope he's on our team for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. What he had, like 347 reception yards in the game? Was that that what that was? Yeah, the Rose Bowl. Unbelievable. Yeah, he, he's – I don't understand that either. Like, all of a sudden, he, he got hurt this year, and all of a sudden this guy is now a first-round pick. That doesn't make sense. Um, I think he's a beast. Putting up those numbers with Garrett Wilson and Olave on your team is unreal. And I guess this bodes doesn't bode well for the uh, Chicago Bears doomers that wanted uh, want them to draft a quarterback because the fact that he's in their, their uh, draft room giving advice makes me feel like – He'll be on the team unless they do him super dirty and yeah. He, unless he walks in and what if he walks in and Bryce Young is number one, number one on the draft board? That'd be that's brutal. I I think too like <clears throat> once the draft combine starts coming through, like I feel like that's a big show out for receivers. I feel like I feel like that's when receivers start their value starts going up. If anything, right? Like yeah. I yeah. mean, remember like the DK Metcalf AJ Brown year, like you know their value skyrocketed. 
even though I mean DK got picked kind of late um, later on. But even Chris Olave, man, the other year, I thought we yeah. maybe would be able to get him. No. Sh- well, that's what I'm saying. Like like Jalen Hyatt, right? They're saying this guy's a second rounder, right? Second, third rounder. I bet you his value skyrockets after the combine. I mean, barring that these guys are just like physically unfit, but you know, I, I don't think that's the case. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers Dude, would be a great slot. But... You guys stole my next hot take, and it was that Hyatt or Zay Flowers will go first round this year, back in the first. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, Zay... Keep our mouth shut. <laughs> Who the fuck? No, just go, go into it now, Jay. Just go we talk about it. Zay yeah. Flowers. These guys might not be deserving of first-round draft capital. I won't say that about Zay Flowers because the kids, he's very fucking good. Uh, that would be fine. But with Jalen Howitt specifically, there's going to be a team that just falls in love with that speed and uh, right. there for Hyatt for the most part. And they're going to take a guy way too early, and he's – I don't know, man. I don't think he's going to pan out. I don't know who you put besides and then see him kind of win in any kind of capacity. Um, I just felt like with that Tennessee offense, it's not really translatable to the NFL as as far as, like, what they were kind of running. Um, I, I don't know what you guys think of Hyatt, but I'm, I'm not really a fan. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Neil. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, like – I, I hope it's not like this Jalen Hyatt hype was because obviously he had that one crazy game against Bama. Like I hope I don't think I know enough of his abilities to make like a like a genuine give a genuine evaluation of him. But yeah, I mean, let's just hope it's not like a hype train type of thing that is his value is just going up because of that. Let's let's see how he does in the combine. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's gonna be fast, it, dude. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's what it's gonna be. He's gonna be a combine hero. They're gonna he's gonna run that forty, and then everyone's gonna it's gonna shoot up. Who it was like that one guy? Um, what's his name? The guy John from Ross? The one, yes, the guy from the Bengals. Yep. Oh, that guy was nobody. The guy that could only run in a straight line. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. I, it seemed like a lot of these mock drafts don't have a, a, a ton of receivers in the first round. Maybe one or two, but like, yeah, I don't know. It, you're probably right, Jay. They're probably reaching there, because um, they're they're wide receiver needy. Here, the Cowboys has them at 26, Jalen Hyatt. Um, but yeah, okay, Nihal, you have another one. Well, you took my Aaron Rodgers one. Oh, another. Oh, Kansas City Chiefs win another Super Bowl with Matt Nagy at the helm at the play call at helm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I think Derek Carr, I think, I think, I think Derek Carr is gonna go to the Jets. Okay. I mean, that one's boring, but I, I just based on what. Wait, the Jets wait, wait. Is, Give some contingencies there. If is that where does scenario if Carr is going to the Jets? Well, technically, my first take was Rodgers is just not gonna be playing football, so I'm just gonna go with that. <laughs> but uh, um, no, I think, I think. The Jets are like in a win now mode, and they just need a, like a a competent quarterback that's not Zach Wilson to like take them through games, game manage. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. They might get a uh, Aaron Rodgers. They might get a better quarterback, but I think realistic, like what's very realistic, is that they get Derek Carr. And I doubt Derek Carr would object to going to New York right now. That's probably his 
the most ideal landing spot for a quarterback. Um, I mean, wouldn't you agree at this point? Like, out of all the teams that are New really Orleans. for a quarterback, you th- you would take New Orleans over uh, New York? You'd go there? No, no, no. But I I think Carl will go to New Orleans for sure. I, I just think, think that makes too much yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I think he goes to New Orleans. I, I think I said this on the other pod you might have been on, Hall. I, I think it's Derek Carr goes – I think what I guessed was Carr, or Carr is going to go now to the Saints. I think before I said the Commanders or some shit. But, yeah, Carr to the Saints. I think Jimmy G goes to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders, I think, was my I – saw, I saw a lot of Jimmy G to the Jets as well. Yeah, because I think what Sa- he knows Salah. But I know Ro- Rodgers is, like, jerks off uh, Hackett. He, like, loves Hackett. They're, like, butt buddies. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. A lot, a lot of good veteran QBs in the market. Um, but okay, I I got one here, and I know this is this is might ruffle Jeremy's feathers. Oh Jesus! No running back gets taken in the first round. This whole talk about Gibbs, this whole talk about Bijan Robinson, fantasy next fantasy god, next Saquon Barkley. It's it's just not a need. I, I don't think a lot of these teams they had all, all, all these other teams have other needs: defense, edge rushing, quarterbacks, maybe some wide receivers. We saw it in the playoffs. You don't need. I mean, besides like Derrick Henry or something like that, you could win without first round running back talents. I think Bijan Robinson does not get drafted in the first round. Does not the Eagles pass up on him? They don't need him. They don't need him. They get a defender, another cornerback or something, and then Bijan falls out of the first round into the second round. What do you think about that, Jay? Dude, I that, that's just such a terrible take. Um, no, I, like, <laughs> you're just on a roll. I, I don't know what it is. Like you're gonna have a guy. Yeah, they're touting him as this, you know, generational prospect. All right, they did it with Trevor. Look, he panned out all right. They did it with Andrew Luck. He was all right. I Saquon Barkley is the running back that comes to mind when they, you know, as far as just the really baseless comparisons here, but man, you're talking about a kid that is going to come in from day one and he's going to arguably be a top, what, maybe running back in the league. And that's being generous. What he can do in the receiving game is unmatched. He's tough and can run in between the tackles. He's not going to be a home run hitter. But you're not going to be able to get this guy down, and he is surprisingly elusive. I mean, a home run hitter. You you just what do you mean? You first he's going to run four. He's hitter? going to run four five five maybe. You know, sub four six is my guess. You're not going to. You're see saying it. like he's not going to be like a combine standout. I think he'll be solid. I think he'll prove if he can run like four high four fours. He's going to do good. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the four fives, and that's that's the speed you need. Like you don't need I, to be well, much faster. I was. It sounds like you shouldn't even run the forty. It sounds like you just sit it out. <laughs> I mean, he can. He's already like. There's teams that are already saying if you walk away with this kid in the top five, nobody's gonna be laughing. No. That, that no. 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 I read that. No. No. I read Wait. top fifteen. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. I saw. I saw people say if you were to get picked within the top 15, which I'm assuming that means between 10 and 15, teams would not, like, other other GMs would not be, like, surprised. They wouldn't, like, they wouldn't scoff at it. But no way, top five. No way. Just give me the team that takes them in the first round, please. Other, other than the Lions, or the Eagles. Can someone please just give me the team that drafts them in the first round? Uh, please. I, 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 I just draft board. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't, Detroit, I don't see it. Detroit would be a nice fit. You got DeAndre Swift, who didn't play the best. Let's be real. Jamal, whatever. Their defense is abysmal. Yeah, but, I mean, when you have that O-line and you're going to get Bijan off, I mean, that that guy's going to be a fucking beast, bro. That would be Barry Sanders 2.0. Look at Tampa Bay. Just let go of Lenny. You know, I know they got a lot of needs right now, but they're sitting at, like, the 18 or they're right before 20. Why not get the guy on the board, depending on how you have him graded out? I mean, Eagles make sense, but – I, I think the Eagles are going to get Jameer Gibbs in the back. So I, I think oh. there will be two running backs. <laughs> are, you, are you just not a uh, – who's their backup? Who's the Eagles' backup that scored the Super Bowl besides Kenny Miles Gainwell, Sanders? man. He's on yeah. my team. Are you not a Kenny Gainwell guy? Are you not a Kenny Gainwell truther? I, I, bet, a, I bet on Miles Sanders scoring a fucking touchdown in the Super Bowl. Fuck me. Good. Fuck you. Kenny Gainwell's the truth. And he, look, I'm all for him you want on my teams i'm just saying when you got a, a super bowl caliber team like the eagles do running backs that last piece that you need and you might as well get the luxury guy if you got your pick at third what, what about the, so, what about Bijan to the redskins they need a running back don't they they got yeah it's offensive term and they, they got the guy that got shot in the leg they, they don't even mention his name oh my God, got, he got shot in the leg <laughs> yeah my bad i didn't realize it said redskins um yeah okay but that guy sucks. Both of them suck. <laughs> nope. Nope. You got shot in the leg. He's an elite player. Okay. What, about, what about the Buccaneers? Dude. Well, R- R- Rachad. What's his name? Rachad? Rachad White. <laughs> Rachad White's a beast, though. He's a beast. I will say. I, I, no, I, no, 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 no. Can we, can we please clear this up? Can, can you please clear this up? Do you actually think Rashad White is, is, is better last year than Fortnite? Can you tell me that with honesty? Fournette was bad last year, dude. But, Fournette but was like, bad. Fournette was bad. But can can we l- let's take contract, age, everything out of out of effect here? Let's look at Fournette versus Rashad White. Are you gonna tell me Rashad White was better than Fournette? I I, I, I don't think did Rashad White get a lot of touches. No, but I looked up their stats today because I, I had a chat with Benny. How he, he's giving me shit already about Fournette being cut. I had I had to give him the business. I, I was looking up their stats. I don't think Rashad. Okay. Again, granted, Rashad White wasn't given like the starting opportunity. Probably got started late, right? But and he's a rookie. But his yards per touch, his yards per carry were on par and worse than Leonard Fournette's. So, like, I don't know. I, I really didn't. I think obviously it's the right idea to like keep him over Fournette. Don't get me wrong, but Rashad White sucks too, man. Don't give me that. I mean, he's also a pass catcher. Fournette had more catches than him. Yeah, but he was also the starter. He's, he, I don't know. Well, that, I, yeah, I guess the volume is is, is not uh, a good, like, comparison. But Fournette did have 70 catches. And so, I, like, that's why I think it's a bit ridiculous to people say he's not a pass-catching back. He's also, I mean, dude, Fournette was supposed to be the stud back, and he, what, three and a half yards per carry? What was that right. stat? Dude, what was that stat? How many times does this guy average more than four yards a carry? Twice no, in his career. Half his career. Only twice in his career. He averaged 4.3 in 2019 and four and a half last year. Every other year is below four. Yeah. He... Hey, man. Get him, in, get him in New Orleans. He'll be the hometown boy. He'll be good. Playoff Levy. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you guys have any other storylines you want to go over, but I, I, have one, one, I have a couple more I can rapid fire up. 
Will Will Levis post combine Josh Allen comparison. <laughs> you know it's coming, Jay. You know it's coming. You yeah, know he's gonna have, you know he's gonna, you know he's gonna do a, like a, a sixty yard bomb and holy fuck, yep, Josh Allen reincarnated. Yeah, happened with Will Zach Levis, Wilson, bro. Will Levis is gonna do something where he floats left, throws across his body, and it's like holy shit, it's, it's next Patrick Mahomes. Um. But and then my other one, I, I we could touch on this. I'm here, curious your guys' thoughts. Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy. What do you do there? You, you trade up. You trade up what two firsts for Trey Lance? Well, well, I don't know what the entire trade package was, but they traded up for this guy. And is he going to play backup to Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant? This is another similar to Justin Fields type storyline here. That's fucking fine. He's going to be a stud. Just wait. I mean, doesn't have a lot of game time. Sure, that's the argument here. But Purdy's not going to be ready, like, health-wise. He's not going to be ready by the time the season starts. And Jimmy G's on the outs. You know, they've talked about it. That relationship has soured very quickly. Maybe they bring in somebody else. But it's definitely Trey Lance. And I think he's going to show out, man. He looked good again this week one. I mean, given the weather, but. Uh, There's so much bias in this take. There's so much bias in that take. (laughs) There's so much bias. Jeremy's only saying this because he drafted Trey Lance second round in our our freaking dynasty track. Believe the talent. I kind of of agree. I think Trey Lance, like you, you wanted to get, didn't you, isn't the whole reason why you traded for Trey Lance was because you didn't want that Jimmy G archetype. Like you were like, Oh, Jimmy G's a game manager. Even though they had a great record with Jimmy G, isn't that Brock Purdy just the same thing? Like, I that's that's why they traded up for Trey Lance. And I I, I agree. I don't know why they, all of a sudden these people hate Trey Lance and this Trey Lance sucks thing. Like he <laughs> he's played two games. One of them was a monsoon, and one of them he got hurt in the first quarter. Like I, I don't understand. Like I don't understand all of a sudden this Trey Lance hate. Like maybe it's because it's the, the forty. I feel like when people trade up a lot of assets to get someone, they just automatically hate them. Like I they, think they it's. Just, they just fucking hate this guy. I think it's I think it's a lot of hate too because it's it's I think it's a lot of San Fran fans be, like wishful thinking like let's just keep Purdy like he was good let's just keep him fuck it we know what he is like let's keep him but you're right <laughs> I don't think he's any different it's not gonna be any different than a Jimmy G later on yeah I, I don't see like what, what, it's the same it's the same build it's, it's literally word for word bar for bar the same thing like what, what isn't that like I think Trey Lance is dynamic you can't take away one and a quarter of football and say this guy fucking sucks like that's that's awful it's not like he's it's not like he's fucking like I, I, I don't get it no I don't need people that shit on fields man they there's got to be somebody right it's every season there's somebody that's the it's on the wrong side of the media and they reamed over and over and over again until they're proven right or wrong was Jalen Hurts even, you know, the other year, and look at how he did. Um, you heard it. This is going to be just like Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I will say I was kind of a, a Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, knocker because I was a uh, big Carson Wentz guy, and I was very jealous of what he did to my boy. Um, and that's another storyline that I hope happens, that Carson Wentz gets another starting job somewhere because he is, what, 28 and, ext- and extremely talented. <laughs> No man, I, I no I, shot. I, 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 I hope I, Carson, I very hope, I very much hope Carson Wentz gets a job. I hope he gets a job too, man. He, what, you know, he's is he thirty? Where does he go? Carolina. He's Carolina. Carolina. Um, Oof. 
I don't know. Bro, that's brutal. But you, you, you think he wants to reunite with Frank Reich? I think Frank Reich would rather fucking jump <laughs> off a bridge. Yeah, Frank Reich gets Carson Wentz back. Oh, man. All right, I'll leave you guys with this. My last drafted storyline. Andrew Luck unretires, comes back, goes to the Bears. Tr- tr- trade Justin Fields to the Colts. I don't fucking fuck with you. Um, <laughs> but okay. Any any last? And any last thoughts, boys? Uh, none really here, man. I think we get everything from my side. I'm just fucking excited for things to get firing up, man. I think I. Oh, one thing we didn't really talk about though: the Bears in this pick. I think they are going to trade it within the next couple of weeks here. Like, I think it's going to be decently before the draft, so they're able to kind of plan out the rest of free agency. But uh, I don't know what you guys think. Is the draft that. end of March or end of April? I think it's end of April. April, right? Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting. They, I mean, I think they're doing the right thing. They're not straight up saying we're going to trade the pick. Like, you see those reports, they're like, oh, we might, we might keep it. You know, try to get people in a bidding war. But I agree. I think they got to trade it. They're going to trade it soon. Um, how pissed would you be if it says breaking news? Well, how pissed would you be on if it's traded on draft night and it's like on the screen? You hear, you see Chicago Bears make a trade, and it's fucking Justin I'd be Fields. <laughs> He's Justin Fields. <laughs> oh. Dude, I'd be pissed with number one, man. That that would that would be on. That would be almost on par with like. Holding his knee, holding his holding knee his, down. Holding his knee, holding his knee down. That'd be so brutal. Because I remember how hyped it was when the Bears traded up for Fields. I was watching it at my buddy's place, and everyone was so hyped. Like, how hyped would it be? Like, how bad would it be? Like, Bears trade. Justin Fields. The night we drafted Justin Fields, I was at a Sox game with Benny and Joe Maz. And we were at a Sox game, and the entire outside, like, bleacher uh, outfield sections just started chanting Justin Fields. It was, it was insane. That's crazy. Such a lovely moment. Yeah. We'll never forget. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, boys. Jeremy, Nihal, thank you for joining. Um, I'm sure we'll have some great uh, off-season content coming up, too. I, I kind of want to do another mock draft. I remember we did it last, I think, with the Tua Justin Herbert draft. So, I'm thinking we do the same the same thing. <laughs> can, we, can, um, we do a, can we do a top 15 mock draft and then follow it with uh, bettings or way too yes. early, like, betting for the yes. season? We'll we'll do we'll do we'll do some mock drafts where we each uh, we all run through our top fifteen. We'll do some betting picks, maybe some uh, some futures bets. Where Jeremy gives us some good futures bets and locks, or we all give our locks. Oh, um, I can give a teaser right now if uh, if you can give people are ready. Hey, let me let me ask him. Are you ready? Oh, they're ready, Jay. Okay. All right. Thanks for checking. <laughs> so, the Chicago Bears future lock it the. Fuck in, boys. NFC champion winner plus 4,500. Oh. that It's a long shot, but this team's going to improve so much. I think oh, wow, Luke Getze was fucking throwing games last season. You know, we were like 1-7 and seven in one-score games. I mean, if we get to the playoffs and we can make a little bit of a run, I think it's possible. And Super Bowl at plus 8,000. Oh, my God. Listen. I know. This guy's guy, guy on crack, bro. Oh of God. any year that the Chicago Bears have had a Super Bowl future, it's always been at, like, plus 10,000, plus 8,000, at least for the last couple of years that I've been able to bet. This is the only team I've seen that's been actually close enough to make it make sense. So, what? I'm sprinkling a little <laughs> we bit. We haven't even done anything yet. 
I, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the hopium, bro. I, yeah, we haven't fucked it up yet. That's exactly the point. <laughs> exactly. The hopium. Hey, I don't hate that though. I, I don't I don't hate the NFC North winner. I, no. I definitely don't. No, no he's talking NFC champs. Like NFC. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. All right. All right, folks. Thanks for thanks for listening. Um we'll see you on the next pod. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Neil. <laughs>